Welcome to Grown Women Brunch, the podcast for women who have lived a little. I'm your host, Norma L. Jarrett. Grown Woman Brunch is inspired by my very first book series, Sunday Brunch, The Sunday Brunch Diaries, Bridal Brunch, and Brunchspiration, all available on Amazon.com. We are still having brunch, ladies. It's just that the conversation is a little different. Hey there, Grown Women Brunch family. This is Norma Jarrett. This is episode three, Black Women Do Not Have to Die Exhausted. I know, I know it's kind of intense, but I think it's just a little bit necessary. When I was thinking about this episode, I was recalling a time in my life when I used to visit my aunt down south in the summers. Some of you all may have done that growing up as kids. My aunt was beautiful and strong. She had these beautiful hazel eyes. She was very supportive and loving to everybody, but she can also work a switch and her voice could go from soft to extra loud when necessary. She was there for her siblings, mother, husband, children, nieces, and in-laws. And she was there when so many of my relatives died one after the other, when my mother passed, my maternal grandparents, uncles, and even my dad. She was there for every burial, providing comfort and love, helping with the details, food. You know how we do in the South. And she just made sure everyone had a going home service with dignity. She was also a dedicated member of the church. It was just like this little country church my grandparents helped start up the street. For many, many years, I mean, she was like everything, every woman, very old school, constantly taking up causes of near and distant family, and I was one of them. After my parents passed, she would answer all my calls, give me a soft place to land, just listening when my heart really needed that extra comfort. Occasionally, she would suggest a remedy. It seemed so innocent and simple. The same remedy that my mother, maybe even some of my other aunts probably use. She would pause in the middle of my conversation when I was pouring out my heart about the same things and say, sometimes you may just need to get you a little nerve pill. I would always choose to pass for I'd seen my mother struggle with that same form of relief. She never seemed to get better. Those little pills never led to ultimate peace. Pills seem to just be got more pills, but that's a whole other conversation. Eventually, I realized these superwomen, my aunts, mothers, other females in my family, were only human. My sisters could not fly on one wing. I'd really been oblivious, but in my defense, I was just a kid. And all I remembered was hearing bits of adult conversation as my cousins and I would run through the screen door after playing in the red dirt and eating our bellies full. But after reflecting over just the really good and, and wonderful members of that to- uh, memories of that time, one image constantly stood out when we would go visit my relatives down south. I thought about my very strong aunt. And how she would get up at the crack of dawn before cooking everybody breakfast, make a cup of coffee, and light a cigarette. She'd stand at the window 
and inhale and exhale, gazing out at the out of the brick home on the land that my grandparents originally acquired. I wonder why she had to have that moment. What was it? What was she thinking about? What was she envisioning? And then I realized, perhaps it was nothing. Maybe she just needed to breathe. I'm older, much older. And now that I've lived a little, I've realized the many buckets my aunt's grandmother's mom knowingly and unknowingly carried. They were like the epitome of the strong black women, for better or worse. They'd always find a way to carry the bucket, even at the expense of their own health, wants, needs, sanity, or even dreams. I thought long and hard about the title of this podcast, but I realized it was perfect for the Grown Woman Brunch audience because it's relatable and has lessons for multi-generations. It's kind of a sensitive subject, and it may step on some toes and force some of us to even look in the mirror. Some of us are doing too much, and some of us not enough. I've heard and seen this theme play out in our communities, and it also hit home. And when I recently saw a book titled Black Women Must Die Exhausted by Jane Allen, getting major attention on the internet, the alarms kind of like went off subtly, if that's even possible. But of course, the title was not meant to be taken literally. At least I don't think so, but it was relatable. I've seen enough black women and even men die exhausted, which is a lot different from dying empty. And I believe it's for several reasons, our culture, habits, spirituality, and the church. Yes, even the church and even expectations. Decades later, not much has changed. Many black women are still doing it all. And it's like a two-edged sword. They're carrying their own water and then some. Some of us have been taught and expected to keep the village at home, at church, wherever a village exists. And we've even taught to carry someone else's water, no matter how bad they've battered their own bucket, because we're family. I know, I know, it's a tough call. And in fairness, there will always be some family or friends that may require a bit more attention and help than others. But again, not at the expense of a whole other life. I think there's a reason why there's such a conflict Because our church and spiritual insight tell us that's what we're supposed to do. Be there for others. But not to the point where we just wear our own selves down to incapacity or even death. I remember dealing with a very personal situation and realized that I'd become an enabler and probably talked about this once before. But the crazy part about it is I just didn't even know it. I only realized it after I crashed my car trying to fix a problem for this individual. I showed up at a support group just exhausted for this individual's issues and started experiencing the physical signs of stress and spent money I really didn't have. It was difficult and it was hard. Why? I really love this person with all my heart. And in fairness, it was a family situation but it hit us all hard. I prayed and cried, lots of tears, but God had to be God in this situation. I had to 
allow him to do the work that I, I could no longer do. I wish I could say I didn't expect the worst. I wish I could say I didn't lose sleep many nights. I wish I could say that things got so much better right away for this person, but it didn't. However, eventually they were able to stand on their own. And I realized it could have gone anyway in this situation. It was a trust issue and it was scary. It's still a journey, but I realize sometimes God can do a much better job than I can. I still worry a little and get a little anxious when the phone rings, but God is still doing a better job than I could ever do. Sometimes we just have to follow our spirit. What am I saying? We can do good, but not at the expense of everything. We need to be especially mindful of our elders. They should not be put in a position to totally just exempt their own lives for someone else because at that stage of life, they don't have much to give. They are our precious ones. We should be taking care of them, not the reverse. They shouldn't have to re-raise children, at least not without help. And yes, there are extreme exceptions. Sometimes we do wake up and we're realizing we're the aunties and maybe even the golden girls. And it's time for us to nurture those who are in their golden years, the ones who always gave. Sometimes we have to take personal responsibility and level up for ourselves. After so many years, we can't still talk about what people haven't done for us. We have to make the shift. And sometimes we have to make some hard choices. The clock is moving. And my prayer is that we can all carry a healthy amount of water. More may be required on some days than others. But not so much that it puts us in the ground. All of us should be able to enjoy our latter years, the ones that we work for. Not to just perish days after we put in the paperwork for the pension. So how can we work on this? I understand every situation is different. Some people are called or have an assignment to do something extra hard in the season. And I understand that. But we have to understand that this is generational. It's come down through the generations. And I'm certain there's lots of studies out there specifically about black women. And how we've had to carry the extra buckets. How our ancestors took care of whole other households only to have to come home and take care of their own. But sometimes this is a cycle that we have to break. We have to have real honest conversations about self-preservation. Honoring our health and taking responsibility. Lastly... We have to understand that our lives have value at every season. Sometimes we have to pause and untie ourselves from others' agenda to start doing the things we've always wanted to do, no matter what age. We have to rediscover purpose, love again, or doing something as simple as travel and taking time even to do nothing at all without guilt. So... Black women, sometimes we have to set ourselves free, or even any women, if this is you, and breathe. No, black women, you do not 
You must not die exhausted. You must die empty with a bucket that has poured out purpose, love, talent, gifts, experiences, having lived life to the full. Thank you for tuning in to episode three of the Grown Woman Brunch podcast. This episode was sponsored by the Sunday Brunch book series. Of course, (laughs) the book series about five women lawyers who are each at different places professionally, socially, and spiritually. This novel series includes Sunday Brunch, the Sunday Brunch Diaries, and Bridal Brunch, and they can be read as standalone books or as a series in that order. If you love the TV show Girlfriends, the book and movie Waiting to Exhale, or the movie Girls Trip, you will love the journey of Lexi, Jewel, Jermaine, Angel, and Capri. The Sunday Brunch series is about friendship, relationships, faith, and life, and it's meant to entertain and encourage readers with heartwarming, humorous, and realistic antics of this girlfriend circle who loves to connect and solve their life issues over what else? Brunch. Author Norma Jarrett's books have received great reviews from Essence, Upscale, USA Today, and other media. Please head on over to normajarrett.com to learn more about the author and other delicious reads or head on over to amazon.com where you are one click away from reading all of her books. And once again, thank you for tuning in to the Grown Women Brunch Podcast, where we are still having brunch, ladies. It's just that the conversation is different.